taking a chance on what your passion is, getting a businessman into the holiday spirit, and finding the true meaning of Christmas. It's all happening here at AfterBuzz TV. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello! Hey. Welcome, After Buzzers and Hallmarkies, to the countdown to Christmas. Tonight, we're breaking down Christmas wishes and mistletoe wishes. No, I said that backwards. Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. It's such a tongue twister. (laughs) Yes, it is. I'm going to get the name right. Anyways, I'm your host, Chelsea Overrocker, and I'm joined with my panel tonight. Over to my far left, I have Princess who loves the holidays. She even has most of her Christmas shopping already done. Well, I would say I already have it planned out. I haven't started the actual buying yet, but I have a strategy. I have a spreadsheet. I'm prepared. You're a lot more prepared (laughs) than me, so I'll give you props. (laughs) And I'm loving the reindeer antlers as well. So cute. And right next to Princess, we have Haley J here. Hi. And she is just a longtime lover of Christmas, and she just loves Santa Claus. I love Santa. Yes. Santa's great. Santa, Santa lover. <laughs> well, for tonight, we're breaking down the movie. We're going to be discussing it. We're going to be giving our thoughts. And then we have the top three moments of the movie, ones that we really just want to highlight. And then we have our Hallmark Essential Checklist. So we came up with a checklist that we think every Hallmark movie has, and we're going to rate it to see if this movie has those checklists too. And then we have our special segment, Gift Giving Ideas. Haley's going to break it down and pretty much give her thoughts on what she thinks you should give this holiday season. So let's get into it. What was your overall thoughts with this movie? Okay, so for Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses, which I love that title, (laughs) um, I thought it was really good. I think it like shows a woman who has a career path and she wants to be driven. And I Mm -hmm. like that we see a bossy kind of personality and someone who stands up for her worth and I we sh- we got to see that pretty early on which we don't always see in Hallmark movies we talk about no. mm-hmm. this typical format but that broke a lot of times we see the woman who doesn't know her strengths and this one was like I know what I deserve so I liked mm-hmm. Abby's character yes when she went off I was like yes I'm going off with you you yes, go girl, girl. Yes. Um, it's, it's good to see someone who knows their worth and also to your point it's good to see that struggle that women, especially moms, face actually depicted on TV. Mm-hmm. So I was, a, I was a big fan of this one. I liked it because it's kind of like your typical Hallmark movie where you have Nick, this businessman who only thinks about the numbers, doesn't really think about the holiday spirit. And I think it's a cute way how Abby kind of tears that down and he slowly realizes that he cares more about spending time with your family and it's not all about the numbers. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a really cool way of how they did it and gain her in the house and her taking on this lead role. So I think as a woman lead role, kudos to Hallmark for that. Mm What did you guys think about Kate and this dynamic with the assistant not thinking Abby is really able to be in her position? What do you think about that? Uh, You know, I I hate seeing women kind of bash or not support women. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I wish that she could have been a, a little bit more supportive. But at we at least saw her character evolve because she apologized. That's true. And said we that did see an evolution. She was wrong. Yeah. I, for a second, thought Kate was interested in Nick the whole time. Because it, it could have been a jealousy yes. thing. Yeah. That's so fair. it really took me by surprise when she, all she wanted was that promotion. That's really all she was fighting for. So, in a way, that's cool because normally in Hallmark movies, 
There's jealousy where, you know, she's worked with Nick. They've been longtime friends. That she hates that he is now spending more time with Abby. And it really wasn't because of a jealousy reason for a relationship. It was because she wanted to be a boss. She wanted to be the CEO. So that's why I feel like this movie was a little different. And Mm -hmm. I liked that it did show that just because you have this great job and everything looks perfect on paper, if your passion's not there, then maybe just because you're good at it type concept doesn't mean you necessarily should be doing it. Mm -hmm. So I like that, the question of does this make you happy, which I think is a bigger, you know, representation of all of us in our lives trying to do something that make us happy. So to point that out was a, I think that was a really cool and we see the female getting the job and we see the man admitting that this great job is maybe not what makes me fulfilled as a person. Yeah. What I really love, too, is the turning point with Nick because he's all into business. But then when he starts spending more time with Abby, when his uh, first of all, his meeting gets canceled and then Mm -hmm. he has to spend time with her and they go furniture shopping. I feel like that was kind of the turning point in their relationship. Yeah. What did you guys think when they were going furniture shopping and she was getting him into the holiday spirit? I love seeing a person go after what they want, especially when it comes to relationships. I feel Mm -hmm. like we've gotten to a point where it's kind of the norm to be in this situationship or this very unclear how does this person feel but I felt like situationship situationship situation can I use that in the future by the way yes turn (laughs) into a hashtag um I don't remember where I got it but sure um but yeah I I was I love seeing him decide you know what I want to pursue this woman. I'm going to make it a priority. I don't care what meetings I miss. Um, And I was just happy to just see that on television. And I hope I can get that in real life. I have faith that you will, princess. Yes, no doubt. No doubt. (laughs) What about you, Haley? Yeah, I agree. I liked seeing that it was it was not the typical relationship. And we always do see them kind of fighting and trying to figure out. You know, do I like this person? Is it all in my head? But clearly, as a viewer, we can tell, like, she's slowly morphing him into more of a family guy. Mm -hmm. And then in turn, he's learning that she was the person to bring that out of him. Yeah. It's like a Christmas miracle. Mm-hmm. And it was cute, too, because when they're in the furniture store and he said, like, a joke about Hoosville, she's like, did you just say your first joke? He's like, what are you talking about? She's like, you just said your joke. <laughs> I thought that was really cute between them. And her wanting it to snow on Christmas Eve. Did yes. you guys ever have any little special wish for Christmas or the holidays that you just really hoped it would happen on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? I wanted snow. Okay, I'm from Baltimore. We get plenty of snow. But for the longest time, it wouldn't snow on or around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas would be dry. And then when my birthday hunt comes in February, that's when we get all the blizzards. Aww. So I actually Aww. wanted to have a snowy Christmas growing up. Mine would be just trying to get back home to be with my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom is in Colorado, but we would I would fly out to Colorado and then we would drive back to Iowa. It was a 16-hour drive. But the weather back in the Midwest is awful I, I just remember i was back there one time we had a really bad snowstorm like we live on the farm so like the snow comes up to like here with the wow. wind drifting i mean you're snowed in for days so when you say snowstorm i've experienced the worst <laughs> of the worst but my like, that's scary it was well it was actually really fun we got to rent all these movies um i guess if you're prepared I mean, we fun, were so right? prepared yeah because they warn you when there's going to be a big storm coming we had a snowmobile and again it stuck on the farm but i think my biggest wish was just to be able to go back home and be with my family because sometimes Mm. being back in midwest traveling to iowa it would just be iffy so Mm. that's what i'm wishing for this christmas because i am going back to iowa and denver 
and um, that's usually when they get their worst weather. So I'm hoping I can make it home for the holidays. But what did you guys think of the mom in this movie? Wasn't she cute trying to play matchmaker between her son? Absolutely. And, and you co- just reminded me the song that Nick and Abby danced to that connects them is yes. I'll Be Home for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> and that was that <laughs> moment for them. I love when you see because I, yes. I just feel like our generation, we don't really do like the slow dance moments anymore. So yeah. when you just like there's something really sacred and like mistletoe-like and very cute about just a couple slow dancing and you feel like you know, just that intimacy, like, this is where they're gonna, ne- they're gonna connect at this moment, like, the, the human body is gonna start to like each other right <laughs> yes, now. Yeah, no, that was a really good moment between them two, um, because, yeah, the mom was trying to, well, she told Kate to go ahead and, you know, take the day, you need to go do this, and that was really cute how she brought them together mm-hmm. when they were checking out the band. Ah, uh, the meddling from the old folk. Yeah, It's yes. really cute, though. And she's been in a couple of movies before, too. She was in The Twelve Gifts of Christmas, and she played kind of the same character, the mom that's always wanted to have the best for her son. So she fits mm-hmm. that role very perfectly. Sometimes our main characters need a little bit of a push. They need a push. That's true. They just don't get it. Do you guys feel like in this movie, they... I think Nick was starting to catch on to his feelings, but Abby kept pulling away because she made the point by saying, well, he's kind of my boss. I don't know if I want to go for this. Yeah, well, we see that line of not really, and how embarrassing for her would it be if she were to misread the signal somehow, Mm -hmm. he didn't reciprocate, and then do I still have a job? So I could see Mm -hmm. on her side where she would be a little bit less active with her approach if she was going to confront her feelings or not. Yeah, I thought that was really wise because, again, that is her boss and let's say let's say he does like her and things go south. I don't know. It's it's a really tough situation. So, You guys um, ever had a crush on your boss? On our bosses. My uh, boss. No. I, I haven't. No. I mean, I, there could have been like some attraction there, you know, because you get along with them very well, but... At the end of the day, it's like, do you want to risk your career for a relationship? So it depends on how far you're in a relationship, especially with this industry that we're in. Mm-hmm. You know, is, do you chance it going with someone that that you work for, trying to, or do you want to go more ahead? So that's a really good question. Very relatable moment, at least. I do think it sometimes is. it's hard to relate to the fantasy world of a Hallmark movie, but at least with that dynamic of should I act on my feelings or not, we can all say that that would be... Not the easiest thing just to jump into headfirst. Yeah, yeah. there's so many relationships, out, even outside of work, where you just have t- so much to consider. They're hard enough in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you want to so. add that to it. Yeah, I say start off as friends is the best thing. And, you know, in her situation, though, it was just, this was just trying to get her feet in the door. Like, she wasn't going to be working with him full time. So she kind of had a little bit of a leeway. But if it was, you know, someone that she, she got hired underneath his company and she was going to be there for a while, then she would have to reconsider some stuff. But, yeah, I think it's just you have to play by year in general. Maybe start off as friends because, honestly, I'm a true believer. If you're meant to be with someone, even the timing is so big. Mm, it's huge. Yeah. That maybe the timing isn't right right now, but maybe down the road. Because once you have yeah. an attraction towards somebody, I feel like it's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of Nick trying to relate to the little boy, her little boy, trying to, like, you know, be friends with him, take it slow? I thought that was really cute. I feel like and that's when the love really happens yeah, when you yeah. see them trying to connect with people that are so close to you. Especially, I think a lot of people are timid to take in someone else's child as their own and not mm-hmm. necessarily saying he was doing that. But even just putting towards the effort to connect with the child, I think, speaks volumes to how 
someone cares about you. In my opinion, mm-hmm. if I had a child and I was seriously seeing someone and they had no interest in being close to my child, I would take that as, okay, they don't see me in my, their future because this child is now a part of our future together. So mm-hmm. that was a sign to me that he's going to be the one because then the kid falls in love and then the mom sees him as the father role. And I think it all kind of plays off of that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I mean, obviously when he turned down the meetings to go shopping with her, that's a sign that, okay, he's interested. But when he went out of his way to connect with her son, that's when I felt like, wow, he is really, he's he's really gunning for it. Like he's really going after what he wants. And it goes back to, I just love Nick as a character He's going after what he wants. He's making her the priority. So, But then we see him suffer because he does make her the priority. So did you That's guys true. think he was going to give up on the relationship when he found that work was now becoming a conflict of interest? Uh, yeah. that Because we see him pull back initially. We see him tell her that she can't be with him, which she seems to understand. Mm-hmm. I think, though, that's when it was his turning point because even when he was at the party... Um, that's when Kate confronted him saying, look, you're miserable being here. Mm-hmm. You know, I love being here. I love doing what I'm doing. And that's when, she, you know, that's why I love this movie because it brings out the woman taking on the lead role saying, you really want to be a family guy. Let me take over. Let me be CEO. You want Abby. Mm-hmm. So I think it was kind of Kate kind of to push him in that direction saying, you're miserable don't and what's funny it. is I did not see her in the beginning as the character to do that for him. Yeah. Kind of yeah. just saw her as like the little bratty, you know, assistant or whatever. I, I also kind of saw it too. It, it kind of works in her own interest if he's oh, not there. Absolutely. So part of me was like, I don't even know if I trust. I, I didn't think it was really genuine. I did feel like there was a little bit of personal motive behind it. But Just I'm so happy. I'm happy that it worked out because I think I think that he might have chosen the job up front, but he would have lived to regret it. So I'm happy that she um, pressed him, even though she had ill intentions, I feel like. Yeah. But I'm happy she pressed him and he chose her. I agree. What did you guys think of Mike, the doctor? Because I knew he wasn't going to last from the very first date. <laughs> well, here's a point, though. Because they made it sound like they would be perfect for each other. But the dad, her dad, Abby's dad, was saying, no, you know, you got to follow your heart. If there's no spark, there's no spark. Yeah. But with most of these Hallmark movies, there's always, oh, this is your perfect person. Like, you guys have so much in common. But she just wasn't feeling it with him. I could tell from the beginning they really didn't have that chemistry. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like, I mean hey, you're being courted by a doctor. That's amazing. And I could see why she might be, um, she might decide to continue to keep going with it. But I could tell from just their first interaction, like, this this isn't a thing. Yeah. I don't believe in this. Well, I think she <laughs> also had that point of view where it's, where it's like, okay, no, this guy might be the right guy for me. And I'm trying to suppress my feelings because I don't realistically know if it's going to work out with the guy I really want. So almost like, let me let me stay in my safe lane because this is the guy that I should have. This is like what the picture of my life should look like. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy that she took that risk because obviously, you know, if it's all good on paper, cool. But that is not going to be what makes a couple work in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need that connection. Exactly. I thought Kate and Mike were going to become a thing. Not sorry, Kate and Mike. Uh 
What's the assistant's Kate. name again? Kate. Oh, Kate. Yeah, and right. I was right. Okay, yeah. yeah. Kate and Mike. I thought they were going to be I did, too, because yeah. over yeah. dinner, it looked like opposite couples were connecting. I was actually yeah. kind of wanting them to expand that storyline a little bit, but Kate's CEO now. She's got things to do. Yeah, she's yeah. like, sorry, She's boy. not in that headspace, so. <laughs> Don't have time for it. Yeah, because even on that date that Nick and Kate joined um, Abby and mm-hmm. Mike on, that was a moment. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I feel like that was when we almost thought that they would end up together. It's pretty yeah. funny that they did that, actually. No, it was kind of the opposite. Who knows? Maybe the sequel. Right? Stay that, tuned. You know, 2020. <laughs> but yeah, that was the movie. Do you guys have anything else you would like to add to it? Um, I did want to say, I hadn't noticed it before. It, it just dawned on me when I was watching this. Something I wish that they would improve upon is just incorporating more diversity. And we kind of talked about that mm-hmm. when we were watching some of the other movies. Um, even in the background cast, I just didn't see any people of color. And these are people, these are, these are. Um, I, I understand that they're in small towns, but I don't think diversity. that's an excuse, yeah, honestly. There's diversity yeah. everywhere. Yeah, to be so honest, yeah. I wish they would really work on that. That's the yeah, one that's knock, a I good will say. Point. Hallmark, if you're watching, you know, we, we love Christmas movies. We love the spirit and everything behind what the Christmas movies do. But I do think it's 2019. I really think it's pretty inexcusable to not include more types of people yeah. of all walks of life in these movies. We mm-hmm. should be seeing that. And I... I think that's a little ridiculous, to be honest. I know last year they had one movie that was a full black cast. But even having mixed couples. I know, it's pretty sad. But just having one movie where there's a mixed couple. Because I'm going to be honest, all of my ex-boyfriends are white. (laughs) And, you know, it'd be kind of cool for me to relate. Like, oh, it'd be cool if if there was like a black woman and a white man. Mm -hmm. Well, even the fact that they need a separate movie of an all-black cast, it's like, why even have any of that diversity at all? Let's just include everyone from the get-go, not make it, you know what I'm saying? Like, not make even a special event. Like, why does it even have to be that way? And these are universal stories. I feel like you could you could insert diversity, I guess, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. You can take almost any character and just cast a diverse person in that role and it would still be universal and it could still work. So... Hopefully, maybe in 2020. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. And that I, was hope a good that, point. I hope that um, we're not the only ones saying that, and Hallmark will pay attention to that moving forward. Yeah. yeah. Well, another thing we were paying attention to was our top three moments of the movie. And for this, we narrowed it down to Abby sticking up for herself during the interview and landing that job. We just loved it because it really just showed woman empowerment. And this was her passion going into interior design. So we thought that was really cool. The second one we all agreed on was when Nick buys her the Nutcracker because the Nutcracker reminded her of her mom. And yeah, and he delivers it to her house. Just a way to say thank you so much for taking on this project, helping my company out. And that's when I feel like you see the turn where Nick is getting into his holiday spirit. It's not all about just business for him. And then the third one is when Nick realizes that Abby's more important than his work and he decides to take a step down and have Kate be CEO. So those are our top three moments for the movie. Now we have our Hallmark Essential Checklist. And this is the fun part. This is the fun part. The fun part. So with every Hallmark movie, we have this idea of what we feel like every Hallmark movie is supposed to be about. The format. So we have the denial of the relationship in general. So the couple denies that they don't have any feelings for each other. The family influence the relationship or someone kind of pushes the couple towards each other. Then there's always some type of deadline, whether it's a work or an obligation. And then you always have an attempted first kiss. 
And then one character is successful in the movie. And then an amazing Christmas decoration in the house. There's a conflict and, of course, a happy ending. So with this movie, did you guys feel like it had the checklist? I definitely did with the denial of the relationship, which is, I think, one of the more common themes we see. Yes. Um, With the family influence, we see the mom pressing them together from the very beginning. Yes. With the deadline, we see him having to fix all these problems or how he's going to lose the company. And by everything's like, bye Christmas or bye New Year's. Yeah. (laughs) And then what else do we have? The attempted first kiss. The attempted first kiss. Something happens where they just can't get that first kiss in. Darn. Where was that attempt? Did we have that attempted first kiss in this movie? I want to say we did, but I'm not. Oh, yeah, okay. It was when they were shopping. Yes. Yeah, they didn't actually okay. kiss, but that was when we saw that that love connection. You know, nothing says true love over Christmas stressful shopping, yes. right? <laughs> this had great decorations, but it it made sense because she's an interior decorator. Yeah, so <laughs> it was intentional. Well, at first, though, the house was plain Jane, and then yes. it slowly started getting decorations in there. So yes. that's pretty cool. Uh, then I would say the family influence would definitely be the mom because she was always putting different scenarios of Kate, I'm sorry, of Abby and Nick getting together. Mm-hmm. And then the next one would be the character successful. So that is definitely Nick being very successful. Mm-hmm. And then the denial of the relationship, I think it was more Abby because she didn't really want to fall for her boss. And then Nick wanted to focus on the company too. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I think we talked about this earlier, but it wasn't, I feel like sometimes the, or oftentimes the denial is a, it's a personal thing, you know, yeah. I'm just not ready to be open or, you know, they're not, they're afraid to put themselves out there. But I felt like her denial was something that, oh, wow, that's pretty heavy. I could see why you would go back and forth. Like, this isn't a personal thing, you know? Yes. So, yeah. And the happy ending, of course, they kiss and it snows because that's what she wanted on Christmas. We just yeah, love that Christmas. Yeah, that was a good one. I liked it. <laughs> that was good. But speaking of Christmas, we have a special announcement we cannot wait to share with you guys happening in New Jersey. Okay, guys, so not to freak you out, but there's about 50 days until Christmas. But <laughs> if you don't want to wait that long and you're feeling the holiday spirit, you can kick off the Christmas season with the world's first Christmas con presented by That's For Entertainment. It's on November 8th through the 10th in Edison, New Jersey, which is right outside of New York City. There's going to be appearances from Chad Michael Moray, Danica McKellar, and for You Mean Girls fans, Gretchen and Aaron themselves, Lacey Shabbard and Jonathan Bennett. So fetch! There's going to be <laughs> Gingerbread Wars and Ugly Sweater ugly sweater Contest, which are the best. Have you guys ever been to an Ugly Sweater Christmas party? I have. So they're so they're good. They're so much fun. We're going to be providing coverage and interviews right here on AfterBuzz TV, so make sure to tune in. Again, that is November 8th through the 10th. And in the meantime, check out our new Christmas 24-7 network, where we're bringing you lots of Christmas coverage, including top celebration, tips, and holiday traditions from around the world. New shows every week. Yes, thank you. And shout out to James Lott Jr. He has one on the Christmas 24-7 channel, and he helps with different gifting ideas. And it's it's really, really great. So you guys want to check that one out. But speaking of our gifting ideas, Haley has one for us that she wants to share. All right, guys, so we are in the spirit of holiday gifts and baking and all those fun things, but a lot of us still really want to be healthy, but the reality is it's not always that easy, right? Right. So companies like HelloFresh and Meal Kits, 
do make it easier for people where if you don't really have to put in the brain power, you can just kind of whip up these meals. Most of them are advertised to take less than 30 minutes. So I thought an awesome gift idea would be to maybe get someone a couple months, whatever you can afford, whatever works for your budget, mm-hmm. a HelloFresh maybe just you know a few meals and get them going or introducing them to a new healthy lifestyle change and kind of be the one to make it happen for them with that push so i would choose hello fresh for really anyone in your family who's just needs a little help in the kitchen and maybe is intimidated by how easy it could be to get started what a great idea my friend sent me that link we get 20 percent off oh yeah and i want to try it because i'm trying to get more into cooking this holiday season but i don't have time to always go to the grocery right. store so this is mm-hmm. a really good idea Absolutely. i love how universal it is you can literally gift this to anyone and everyone and they will use it so i mean who doesn't really love food <laughs> yeah right 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 so yeah you can check that out in our description we'll have the link for you make sure you get those gift ideas Well, thank you, Haley. Yeah. And thank you. That was our intake of Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. Got it right. (laughs) Say that 10 times fast. I know, right? Now say it really fast. But before we leave, Princess, where can they find you on social media? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. On Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Princess CTV. Facebook, just Princess Carol with two R's and two L's. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyJ, H-A-Y-J underscore. And you can find me on Instagram at Chelsea Overrocker. That's Chelsea with an I-E. And on Twitter at Chelsea Overrocker. All right. We'll see you guys soon for the next movie breakdown. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.